Uh, yeah, I guess I'm just to test it out. Check, 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 check. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Um, hello, welcome to Aussie Tells All with our sports podcast. Today we're talking to Ethan about No Mercy. Welcome aboard, Ethan. Hello, how are you today? I'm uh, tired. Thank you very much. Um, so, uh, what are your overall thoughts on tonight's event? Uh, overall, it was actually a really good show. There was a couple boring parts, but overall, it was a good, uh, good uh, paper. All right. Well, the first match was Apollo Crews versus uh, Elias um, Sampson, kickoff show. What do you think of that first match? You mean uh, Apollo Snoop? Yeah. Because <laughs> he's, he's so boring to watch. watch. He's so athletic, but no personality. Um but the opposite said for Elias, he's got all the personality, but not too many uh, movesets. So it was just kind of a boring start. But that, it was the pre-show, so it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think Apollo Crews, when he first came in, WWE appears ago, was uh, highly used. But then um, the last years ago, he's just been in the background. What do you think he, his, his role is going, for, going forward? Jobber. So Jobber. Uh, I feel like if he could go to, uh, was it 205 Live? He'd probably have a better chance, but I think he weighs too much to be in that division. So, um, I honestly don't know what they're going to do with him other than what they're doing currently. Okay. Now, the first match of No Mercy was The Miz versus Jason Jordan for the title. Um, Miz wins with the help of The Miz Taraj, and then Jason Jordan had Miz pinned your thoughts on the whole match altogether. Uh, I love the Miz. Uh, I liked Jason Jordan when he was with NXT and he was with uh, he was part of American Alpha. Um, I don't like the angle that he's currently in as Kurt Angle's son because no one with internet believes uh, that's Kurt Angle's son. So it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, the match is good. Uh, Showcase Jason's physical abilities and stuff. Still, I think he's a little uh, rusty on the mic. You could see that after the match. He was not very good on the mic. Uh, Miz, great heel as always. Um, I'm not a big fan of Miz Trump, but with his wife being pregnant and all, he, he needs those distraction people to help him. He's always been one of those. But he's, he's always been a good uh, bad guy. So I, I enjoy Miz, and I think he's great in the professional champion. Yeah, I love the Miz. love as a heel, but... Uh... I'm going to ask you before we move on to the next one is, uh, do you think the Miz can win on his own? Because he's been, he talks about a, a lot of crap, but never backs it up on his own. Uh, I've seen him do it on his own. When he won the first time, the first time he won the WWE Championship, he went on his own. He, he, he can do it. I feel like they just have him in the uh, heel forward to kind of make the baby faces look like they can't do it on their own and to keep the title longer. So I honestly think that he's a great wrestler, um, other than the fact that he does have a couple moves from other wrestlers, like I said previously today. Uh, he's Daniel Bryan, which I don't know why people are cheering for because it was supposed to be kind of a fight thing between them. Um, he also has uh, Ric Flair's figure four. Um, haven't seen him in a while, but uh, he's really good. Uh, and his finisher uh, is 
probably one of the most effective things out there. Absolutely. Now, you and I disagree on this, though. Um, I find Booker T very annoying. He's very <laughs> condescending and and very outlandish on his takes. Why do you like him so much? I I just I just when you listen to the commentary crew now compared to four weeks ago when JBL was still there, they're having a lot more fun and enjoying the matches. Before it wasn't really enjoyment; they're just there doing their job. I feel like Booker T there, even though he messed up. You can't mess up my mental health. Garbage. garbage. Oh. But, um, yeah. but, but Booker T, he, he brings, brings like a fun aspect. He, he enjoys wrestling and stuff like that. And you could hear that from Cole and Braves as well. Absolutely. Now, Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor. It was Bray ambushed Finn pre-match. Finn dug down deep. You know, and I uh, got coup, coup de gras. Man, man beats the self-proclaimed God. Your thoughts on the match? Um, like I said, Bray Wyatt is a great athlete, for his, especially for his size. He's like another Kevin Owens. Um, I just feel like they're booking wrong. I don't know what he did backstage or if he did something backstage, but they've been booking him wrong since he first got in. Um, they built up this persona of, oh, he's this god figure that destroy the world, but he but won he maybe three pay-per-views. He's been the champion, but he lost maybe two two matches later. It's just, it's hard to believe his persona if they don't book him the right way. I just don't feel like they would book him the right way. Finn Balor, I love Finn Balor. Loved him in NXT, loved him when I... He was in New Japan. I can't remember his name right now when he was in New Japan. But he's part of the Bullet Club with AJ Styles and the and stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, Anderson. Yeah. Um, the club they call him. Uh, but uh, he's he's a great wrestler. It was glad to see him back. I just feel like they need to push him to the main scene because he. I feel like he's just floundering. Nothing going on. Because both him both and Bray could be main team but they don't, they don't, they don't want to put him there. I think Finn is because of his size right now. Like, he's smaller than everyone else you see at the Universal Championship level. Brock, Ron, Rain, Dan Smojo is just there. They're all big guys. I feel like they're focusing on the big guy aspect right now. So, Finn's just kind of floundering right now. Yeah, um, well, I think that Bray Wyatt sort of had a good run, about a two- or three-year run. It was, he was wearing thin on people. I think that's why it's not really getting a push right now. Yeah, I just, I just, I just they need to do what they did with Braun and have him just start blocking teaching. Or, like, have him finally snap and then just go crazy and get, like, if he doesn't win a match, get himself disqualified because... You can't, you can't, you can't keep talking this gibberish. You can't back it up. I understand. Yeah, for sure. Um, next is the, the Raw title, Raw titles. Um, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, Chase Jameis, and Sorrow. Oh, poor, poor Sorrow. Um, yeah, poor guy. First, uh, first thoughts on uh, Ambrose swung into the steel steps and then thoughts on uh, Sorrow losing his teeth. Yeah, uh, uh, Ambrose, uh, it was weird. At first, I just thought he was playing off, but throughout the entire match, he really didn't seem to use that arm again, so I was worried he might have dislocated it. 
because um, he really didn't use it very much, other than maybe pushing up off the map when he was in uh, some sort of hole. I don't remember what hole it was. Um, but he um, used it for a second, and then it, it, it collapsed again. So, so I feel like, feel like that might have possibly been a little injury, but who knows? Who knows? They're, they're as good of actors as athletes, athletes, athletes sometimes. So, uh, but uh, uh, Zara was, was too real to think. Uh, when you uh, could when see, you see through his mouth, his mouth and all the other teeth, there's two missing teeth, I feel bad for that guy. Just went a little too high on that pop-up and smacked the ring post. Lost two front teeth. That that really sucks. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure remember this this part of the match, but when um, Seamus Seamus got hit in the face really hard by uh, by uh, um, by Ambrose or Rollins, his he was now Seamus as wide as wide as they come. But after he got hit in the face pretty hard, he turned most I've ever seen him. Your thoughts on that? He's Irish, He's Irish, like me. Like so uh, he gets pretty, pretty white. white. Um, He's been He's always a pace boy. boy. Heck, his I freaking finish is called the white, the white noise. noise. So, so you know, you can't help an Irish guy being white. white. But uh, I feel like I feel both like sides both uh, fought really hard. Uh, it was. I would say it's considered for match for match. Because it was really, it was really, really good really match back and forth. Back and forth. Um, good um, storytelling. Story um, um, honestly, honestly, I thought Seamus and Cedaro had won it when they got the white noise with the power slam and stuff rolling in the Ambrose. I thought it was over right there. I feel like they saw SmackDown was doing with the Usos and New Day and like, you got to kick it up a notch. I feel like that's what they did. Yeah. Um, I disagree. Um, as far as the, they're, they're going to win the match, but um, <laughs> but, but uh, shield fanboy, yeah. But but Seamus bro kicked his own guy Rosaro in the in the chin once again, did more damage to to him, which led to uh, Ambrose and uh, Rollins with the victory. Um, who's next in line? Do you think for the tag team champions? Who else is on Raw? Uh, on Hardy? Oh, they, they already, I guess, I guess they fought Seamus and Cesaro, so I guess they could fight uh, Rollins. Do they just come back to Rock, I think? Who's uh, going back to Rock? Do they just come back to Rock? No, they just went to SmackDown. Uh, the Revival's supposed to be coming back. Um, I don't think they're just going back to Rock. Because they just transferred to SmackDown. Uh, uh, I think revival is good choice. The Hardys is a good choice. But I feel like I feel eventually Jameson like Shaw will make their way back up there, and it might not be Ambrose and Rollins at that point. Because I honestly feel like they're going to go with the route where eventually Ambrose is going to betray Rollins. So. I got you. The next match is a pretty good match. Um, women's title match, five five way, but all five way. You got uh, Alexa Bliss. Yeah, Alexa Bliss, Bailey, Nia Jax, The Boss, Sasha Banks, and Emma. Your thoughts on the whole the whole match all together? Yeah, it was pretty good. Not as good as the was it Fatal Four Way that they had with the guys at the last pay per view. But it, it was definitely entertaining. It was. 
Nia Acclimator looked like a monster. They had all four other women take her down to make sure she couldn't. At the end, her own, I guess, hubris got her because she ran into a pool. Um, I just, the only thing that was confusing was at the end, uh, I don't remember Sasha Banks getting hit and why she didn't come back in to break up the pin. But I feel like all, all five women uh, uh, played their parts really well. I, I was just talking to see Bailey take another uh, pinfall. I thought if anyone was going to take it, it would be Emma. I know you. I know, you so love Bailey. <laughs> oh, so much. Best friend. <laughs> just hug oh, it out, man. Just hug it out. No, no thanks. Um, Alexa Bliss, the goddess, first sexy goddess. Um, yeah, she won. Uh, she won, and I'm all as well in the world. And uh, just, just thoughts on. Uh, Nia Jack's shoulder to steal post to happen there in the match. Uh, she's probably fine. It was, uh, she seemed to hug it pretty well and fall. Um, Alexa Bliss is amazing as always. Like I, I was hoping to see another one of her little location things, but it didn't happen to that. But she is the goddess, and she's been the champion of both Raw and SmackDown, I think twice on both. So... She she has definitely she has risen, risen above the rest currently. Uh, she's really good at being uh, the goddess, as you say. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, she is. Um, so this one, Cena versus Roman Reigns, had an interesting start to the match with the buying games of John Cena. But at the very end, it was Roman Reigns who won the title, who won the game of the match. Your thoughts on the whole whole deal there? I'm sure as we were watching it, you could tell how I was feeling. Um, yeah. I pretty much predicted the entire match. Uh, it was just John Cena trying to put Roman Reigns over. And at the beginning, it was just like a comedy act because Roman Reigns would hit John Cena and John Cena would do some weird cartoonish like fumble thing. And I know he was like, oh, he was his respect at the end, but... It just, it just, it just feels forced always, always with Roman Reigns. Um, I don't, I know you don't even watch the old stuff, but John Michael and Hogan, Hogan uh, reminds me so much of this match because, because John Michael overplayed Hogan coming back and back into the WWE and was just swelling himself around the match because he didn't respect Hogan. I feel like. At least at the yeah, beginning, at the that's, beginning that's, what that's what it looked like, it looked like to me. Um, and um, Cena might respect Reigns and whatnot, but, but the fans, they, they talk about the fans' perspective in some way or another, but I honestly don't think they do because they're trying to force feed Roman Reigns down people's throats. Don't get me wrong, he's athletic, he's good looking, just ask my girlfriend. Um, but I feel like. They are just, they are just trying, trying to force feed him down everyone's throat. Like, like with the win with Undertaker, now John Cena. They're trying, they're literally trying everything they can to get Roman Reigns over. And the more they try, the more people are going to lose it. Now, what did you think about uh, John Cena smirking and smiling to the whole match? It was pretty fun. He was having he fun. Was having fun. I, like, I, like, I feel like this is his last match for a while because he's got his TV show. He's going off the film uh, Shazam with The Rock. 
So, so he's, he's, he's going to be gone for a while. Gone, um, I don't think he's gone, gone for good. good. He's got to uh, win one more championship to beat Rick Flair's. Yeah, he's tied right now with Rick Flair. Um, I feel like, hey, they chose not to do it right now before he left because uh, everything going on with Ric Flair being in a, was in a coma and stuff for a while. Um, but I feel like they might be building up for a rematch with John Cena and at WrestleMania because I mean, they're building their own ring up huge who could be not only Braun, Braun Strowman but Brock Lesnar. And I feel like they're going to have John Cena come back and be a completely different person and beat Roman Reigns. Absolutely. Um, now, before we didn't watch much of the match, though. We were getting kind of tired, but Cruiserweight um, matchup, the god of god of Cruiserweight, Neville, uh, versus the most talent-ass clown of Enzo Amore. And I guess Enzo Amore wins. Your thoughts? It, it's all to get ratings for 205 Live. Literally, no one's watching that. And if you've noticed in the crowd during Mercy, people love Enzo. And they love him. He's a good talker. And people like good talkers. Um, so I honestly feel like it's a way to get people to go watch 205 Live on their WWE network. Um, it's actually not that bad of a show. Uh, if you like more athletic kind of wrestling, uh, it's great to watch. There's actually some good storylines on it. Uh, I haven't watched it a lot lately, but uh, I love King, King Neville. Uh, I liked him when he was with Neville on Raw SmackDown. Um, I really hate that who's right to have to be separated from everybody else. But I feel like all of them can do well in the roster. I feel like they did it. There's so much in the WWE right now. We're just creeping the whole other area where they can go do their own thing. So I feel like Enzo's winning and Enzo's winning is a, just to get boosts in uh, views on Twitter. Five Live. Enzo's winning is just to get boosts in views on Twitter. Five Live. I honestly think Neville will win it back probably next week. Yeah, I was going to ask if you going to get it back, but you said yes on that. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I feel like he's just going to come to 5 Live, get ratings up, get people actually watching, and then end up old. I agree. Now, last last thing I have here before we go here, um, Brock Lesnar versus uh, Braun Strowman for the Universal title. Brock wins in a, in a battle. Your thoughts on the whole match there? So, uh, it was built up really big. It, it was a good match. It was a little underwhelming. Uh, I thought there was going to be more destruction. I thought, like, in uh, the John Cena match, were, at least somebody was going to go to the table. Um, also, uh, during the match, the whole uh, clutch thing that he had on Braun, he was grabbing the rope the entire time, and it wasn't until he went down and then grabbed for the bottom rope. That was really confusing and made no sense. Um, it should have been broken up way before that. Um, other than that, it was a good match. Uh, I felt like they should have kept Braun strong by having him at least get up from one F5 and then just have him do another F5 and keep him down. But I knew they were going to keep Brock Lesnar as a champion, A, because Brock Lesnar's contract isn't up until WrestleMania. And two, him going back to the UFC kind of fell through when John Jones got 
fit for <laughs> drugs again. So, so I feel yeah, like I'm going to on WWE a little longer. Little longer. Um, but uh, I enjoyed but it. I, enjoyed uh, uh, I don't know if it was my favorite match, but it, it, was, it was a good match. Yeah, let's yeah, so actually go back to the other match um, real quick. Cena and uh, and uh, Roman Reigns. Um, you were saying during the match when John Cena um, um, aid him Roman twice, you were mad because you thought you can't believe that that be would happen. Explain more on that. Oh well, it's just. Like I was saying earlier, they're they, they are literally putting all these, like, superhuman odds in front of Romans to, co- to like, over-conquer and, and beat. And him getting 8-8 four times, which being 8-8 has been one of the best protected things. But I feel like, hey, you could tell John Cena was having fun because he knew it was his last match for a while. But... It just didn't, it make, just didn't sense make sense that he, that could, he could take a finisher, finisher get rolled over, get rolled over take, another take another finisher, finisher and then and get up, get and up, then and right away, right Superman punch, punch, and then spear. He's no sold to AA, which is just a little, little unbelievable to me. And as you saw, to a lot of the fans in attendance, it was unbelievable. So, so, and as and you heard at the very, very end, everyone, everyone booed, booed, and even when John Cena tried to say, hey, he deserves it, they booed again. So, so yeah. yeah. No ma- again, no matter how WWE is trying to force-feed Roman Reigns in the WWE universe, no matter how much Undertaker or John Cena has done, no one wants Roman Reigns. Right now, right and now. it's because and of force feeding like this. Like this. It, it honestly, honestly, the way the I would have this to go out is, is I honestly would have had, had a double come out, out and then had them come back and fight again later because it was just unbelievable the way Roman Reigns won. That's all. Yep. The last thing I have here is final thoughts from the night, and also what is the fallout going forward on Raw? Next review. Uh, overall, I enjoyed it. Like I said, uh, going forward uh, with the service tag team, uh, I think Jimson and Star are going to go away for a little while. They'll still have matches on Raw probably, but um, I feel like maybe the club, uh, the Hardys, or the rival are supposed to be coming back. Will be the next in line to fight Ambrose. And, and uh, Rollins. Rollins. The girls, the girls uh, I feel uh, like they're going to build up the top of Sasha ticket or Bailey ticket eventually because they, they, the biggest draw for women's match they've ever had was Sasha versus Bailey. And they're probably going to eventually have Sasha heel. heel. So, so they need probably Bailey to win and Sasha to get upset. For some reason, start being healing. So I feel like they're gonna work towards that. Let's just probably hold it. Uh, maybe, uh, to, the maybe Rumble, to the Rumble. 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 Maybe even longer. She might make it to WrestleMania. Who knows? But uh, she's great. Uh, hope that's for. Um, but I feel like the story that they're trying to drive forward is Sasha and Bailey. Um, for Roman Reigns. 
fucking who knows. Maybe he fights Godzilla and win. <laughs> but uh, Brock Lesnar, uh, he's going to probably go away until the next pay-per-view. Braun Strowman will probably get into some views with somebody. Maybe Roman Reigns again, because he apparently keep going back and forth on that one. Uh, I haven't seen Samoa Joe in a while. I'd like to see him come back. Um, I think he got too good, though. Um, but I'm not 100%. Uh, I'd love to see Finn and Bray get more into the main event, uh, at least the Intercontinental Championship, which Finn was trying to get into for Bray and Finn, but still. But that's two losses to Finn now, so hopefully that's over. I can't see the Dragons out much longer. Um, but other than that, overall, uh, I enjoyed it. Looking forward to SmackDown. Hopefully the glorious one, Bob Roode, shows up. Because he's missed the last couple of weeks. Um, and that's about it. All right. Uh, no problem. Thanks for coming on today to my podcast. Thank you for having me. No problem. I'll have you on in a couple of weeks for the next one. And uh, once again, my name is Ozzy. That's Ethan. Thanks for listening to Ozzy Tells All. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. Thank Bye. You. Bye. Bye-bye.